0: Previously on Live at 605. You want to get a house in downtown Toronto?
1: I'm trying to. Good luck with that, sister. Thanks, brother. (laughs) Brother. Brother. Yummy.
0: John Mallon.
1: And Val Gomez.
0: To you live from a very wet and wild downtown Toronto. This is season eighteen, episode nine.
1: Jeez Louise! Live at six to
0: five, episode two hundred and something plus. Again, two hundred episodes of free content for people. I haven't awesome even asked, free content. I haven't even asked for anyone to support our PayPal account.
1: That's you might want to change that soon. Yeah,
0: you're always anti PayPal account, but yeah. now give me the money. give me the money. We got a mortgage, bitch. Oh. We've already told them we bought a house last Fine. week. So if you guys didn't make it to the end of last week's episode, we are officially homeowners.
1: Whoa, first time homeowners.
0: First time home- homeowners. Let's mm-hmm. say that 12 times fast. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's going to be a very exciting episode. Basically, mm-hmm. a whirlwind weekend is all we're going to talk about this week <laughs> yeah. with some tips and tricks. tricks and all kinds of stuff. So why don't you give out your contact information? So
1: if you guys want to check out some of the stuff we've been up to in addition to seeing... Um, what you going call it? The exterior of where we purchase. Um, check out Val Gomez twenty three on Instagram and Twitter.
0: And Instagram is what? Sorry.
1: Instagram. Oh, Instagram.
0: I thought you had some new service. It was like TikTok or something. Instagram. Should oh we get, boy. Should we get a TikTok? Time? Yeah,
1: that's where you can finally put all the music you want underneath what? different promos and things, and not get slammed.
0: Yeah, but then you got to get people on TikTok to watch. I can't post a TikTok on Facebook, can I? No. Okay. Well, that's why TikTok's cool. F <laughs> Facebook unless you're watching our 605 page, which of course is at Live605 on Facebook and Instagram. And if you go there, I mean, we're putting in quality shit. Like we're making promo videos. We just Photoshopped 605 onto Kanye West's new album, Jesus, Jesus is, is King. King. 605 is King. You know what? Before we get More into topical. Stuff, why don't we talk about his album real quick so I can put that in the description. Okay. So, Kanye West finally just put out his brand new album, Jesus is King, which was supposed to come out last month and it kept getting delayed. Yeah. And then I was, uh, I'm a huge Kanye fan. I'm sure you are too.
1: Yeah. I haven't, like, I don't follow Kanye's life story, mm. I think, as much as we used to. Not since
0: we stopped watching The Kardashians. You know
1: it. And so I think this is where, um, since he's teamed up and, like, you know, obviously he went to the White House. Um, Make Kanye 2006 again again, was like my Halloween costume last year. Um, Um. I think this is where you know he's he's had a lot of moments Mm. in the last like couple years. So now he's turned his life over to God.
0: Yeah, he's a born again Christian, Christian. I guess he. If you're working on his team, you're not allowed to have premarital sex. Or if you're
1: his kid, you're not allowed to wear, like, crop tops or lipstick, which is crazy because he's obviously married to Kim Kardashian.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're not allowed to. He doesn't swear anymore. Apparently. So, I mean. So,
1: interesting enough, he, like, I guess there was a delay on his album because he wanted to, like, review it to make it more akin to what he was doing now with his church
0: well, yeah, last year he put out the um he put out two albums, the uh, one album with Kid Cudi which I liked and then yeah. he put out his his other solo album which was called Yay. Yeah. And it only had that one song, but we loved that song. Sunday. Yeah, it was in, it was in our or was played during dinner time at our at our wedding That's how much we liked it. So, I'm obviously always going to love Kanye's music. Like mm-hmm. I, I think his last great album was Yeezus. Mm-hmm. Life of Pablo was was yeah. it had some moments and then last year's albums were okay, but he after he put out those albums, yeah. he announced his next album was going to be called Yondi, yeah. which I think is a great name for an album. Mm-hmm. And I played you yesterday a couple of his leaked demos, mm-hmm. which sounded kind of cool, right? Mm-hmm. Did you like them? Yeah.
1: You're just what? <laughs> you're getting so excited talking about past Kanye. Well,
0: that's good. I, lo- I love them. <laughs> yeah. I've done it before, but I could tell you every album from College Dropout to Yeezus. I know you can. Uh, that's why I'm not saying okay. it. Okay. So but go. I will
1: say, like so yesterday... Um, Knowing that this album dropped we were going um, back to the new house to like drop off some stuff So we were gonna say let's actually because we usually John makes like great playlists We're like let's just listen to this whole new Jesus is King album on the way to our new place And so it was um, an interesting experience
0: I think there's like 12 songs he he has a song with reunites the clips with Kenny G Yeah and then
1: I think the okay so one of the things it it's all like it's obviously a clean record there's no swearing it's very Jesus, biblical yeah
0: very religious
1: religious very christian um the musicality of it is like some of it sounds kind of reminiscent of an old vintage Kanye, Kanye vintage Kanye like i think there was like one of the licks in mercy made okay, Re- her guest okay, experience okay. yeah And then um, just some other stuff. But overall, I'm like, it's not my favorite album. No. Um, But I think the one crazy thing is, and I asked you, I'm like, if he never became this guy who was like, you know, born again Christian and, and, you know, didn't all of a sudden just, you know, start basically adopting all these new ideologies and everything, would you feel this album's okay if you separated Kanye the Christian and just Kanye dropped a new album?
0: Now, the problem with this album and his last few albums, Life of Pablo, they don't feel like finished albums. It feels mm-hmm. like he just kind of... And they, he didn't finish mixing this album till Friday morning. Oh, wow. So it's like, you know, where I feel like his old albums, you'd write it, produce it, rap, mix it, and then like three months with, to perfect it. I think he just puts it out where it's like some of these songs are like a minute and 20 seconds. Yeah. So I'm like, just it feels, it's all right. Some of the production's great. Some of the beats are good. Mm-hmm. Some of the lyrics are good, but... It's just not... All right. I feel like if you want old Kanye West, you have to listen to people like Chance the Rapper. He's kind of doing what Kanye... He was on
1: SNL. He was.
0: You still have to watch that episode. Very topical. All right. I'll write down SNL in the description. Okay. So, I have to give out my contact information. So, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at MalenCamp. That's it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You said that as if it was throwing it to me to do it, as if we were closing
0: Oh, yeah. And then what about on iTunes?
1: Drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy.
0: Exactly. So where do you want to begin with this week? Oh, boy. Do you have any sponsorships Um, or do you want to jump into this bitch? Pause. So no time (laughs) has gone by since... This sentence and the previous sentence.
1: (laughs) You would have never known that I was like, John, I need a coffee. Actually, John, I need a nap. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, what? 40 minute. The hand I made a soup. So, 40 minute power nap, a soup later, and one coffee in hand. Yes. We are back.
0: We are back at it. So, I'm just trying to think where we should jump off because this is mainly just. The events that took place over three days, but I don't know if you had a sponsorship super fan any of that fun stuff
1: um Sponsorship could be I'm trying to think What has cumulatively annoyed us lately? (laughs) Um, there's a lot of drivers that have been annoying us, but I'm trying to think I might have to come back to that
0: That's okay. Do you have one? I had one from the Lizzo concert that I never Whoa. talked about. So why don't we get into my sponsorship of the week? Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> so one thing that doesn't surprise me anymore, but might surprise you or the listener. Mm. There's a... You alright there? You just it's putting it's that nice. hot coffee on your eyeball? Yeah. There's <laughs> a uh, high amount of grown adults who do not wash their hands. Yeah! After uh, they've pissed and...
1: That is the this- Disgusting. Did they use hand sanitizer though? Oh God, no. Oh,
0: there's a. What's even more frightening is the amount of people who do who use the bathroom and don't wash their hands in front of other people with no shame. Happens at least once a time. Once a trip to the airport in the bathroom.
1: Oh, that's even worse because there's like you know how many germs there are at the airport. Like, why are you doing that? There's some study
0: where it's just like there's fecal matter everywhere in this world. (laughs) Like. Cash money. This anyway. So, yeah, you'd be surprised. You amount of grown-ass adults who okay. don't wash it, or this is how they wash their hands. Shh, done.
1: Oh no! Nice. I've been called out for washing my hands at work as if I'm going into surgery. Yeah, too much. cool Yeah, <laughs> you're like <laughs> scrubbing up your yeah. elbows. <laughs> so. It
0: always bugged. I always hated watching medical shows when people were getting ready for surgery and they were just like washing their hands and like their elbows. Why? I don't know. It's always bugged me. Yeah, but
1: they wash it so thoroughly.
0: Yeah, but then they like, wash up to their elbows. and yeah. I don't know, just, It's just something that always bugged me. So. so I get
1: it. You don't want yourself to be too clean to do a surgery. Just enough fecal matter on there. <laughs> Keep going. Uh,
0: I'm also the same person who refuses to use public microwaves, so I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. So I'm at the Lizzo concert mm-hmm. taking a pee break, and as I'm watching, because it's like very open trough style at the Budweiser stage, I'm yeah. looking to my right, your left, and mm-hmm. I see... Uh, that's where everyone's washing their hands. So I see this guy who was pissing.
1: No, you're watching.
0: And he goes, yeah, well, yeah, I'm just looking around. So I don't want to look at whoever's next to me. And I go watch this guy. You just
1: said I was looking at this guy who was pissing.
0: No, I just saw him leave the pisser. Oh, okay. And go to the <laughs> hand washer. <laughs> and so glad all of our... Families who listen to this. <laughs> and P.S. My mom tried to get me to tell there was the jam and jelly joke. Yeah. I'm not going to say that joke. Oh So, anyways, I'm. <laughs> so I'm watching this guy, and he goes from pissing to mm-hmm. wash, and he goes to the, the wash his hands. And this is the equivalent of him washing his hands. Psh, just put his hands under the tap. But that's not the story. What had shocked me was I'm like I'm used to this. I, mm-hmm. Again, the amount of grown-ups I see who don't wash their hands. That's not what shocked me. Yeah. What shocked me was this guy. Had his hand under the tap for I'll give him two seconds. That's being generous yeah. wash his hands for two seconds. Did he not take like ten rolls of toilet paper of like uh, paper towels to dry his hands? Like it was like
1: what? <laughs> it was like the inverse move. It's like it, each yeah. sheet of paper towel could have been one second, and how long you spend on his hands. Right. But then he totally reversed it. So, yeah. Oh, my God. Was just, I was just
0: shocked. at. I'm like, this guy didn't even wash his hands, and the amount of paper towels he's using, so I was just what like, oh, my boys. God. So it just was something that just caught me off guard. Ugh. I'm like, oh, these weirdos. So, <laughs> nothing too crazy, but I just thought I'd throw it out there as my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So there's that.
1: Do you want to do the super fan?
0: Yeah we're, why don't we, we're, yeah. we're
1: stacking those for days this season. I
0: know. So why don't we throw to our super fan of the week. Well,
1: well, well. Looks like we got ourselves a live at 605 fan.
0: That's it on
1: fleek. I feel like you know this story more, so I'm going to let you tell it.
0: Yeah, it was basically this was, I guess we had started putting the podcast out. Or, mm-hmm. Yeah, we must have just started to put the season out, and we had just bought the house. We'll tell that whole story coming mm-hmm. up. We bought the house, and we returned from our trip to Montreal on a Sunday, and I think it was the next day, the Monday, we ended up going out for dinner and drinks with my with our aunt jay Mm -hmm. to tell her the full story and she
1: absolutely loved the cover art
0: yeah she's like you gotta frame this this is great we told Mm -hmm. her the whole story about how we took pictures of you and your wedding dress in our living room how you edited the picture in your wedding dress as well which is (laughs) funny and she's like, oh, I just got to tell you, like, I've been listening to the podcast, and, and we're like, like,
1: what? You're listening
0: to the podcast? <laughs> what is
1: this about? I'm season like, eighteen?
0: Well, yeah, it was that and season seventeen wow. because she was in a lot of those stories. She was the one that actually found Kleinfeld's. Yep, for that you, is right? correct. And but the funny thing was, she we're like, oh yeah, what have you been listening to? She's like, oh, I just listened to the episode. Of, oh yeah, naked and afraid. Oh. I was like, naked and afraid. What happened in that episode? And you guys are like, well, that's the episode where you get naked and fall in the shower. <laughs> I was like, cool.
1: Glad you I told t- that story. Yeah, I know. but I You kind of out me.
0: I don't care. I It's a natural story. It's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: People, if you're getting married, yeah. be careful getting into a bathtub yeah. shower because you might slip, fall <laughs> on your hip, and then have your fiance start crying. Yeah. I didn't tell you yesterday when I was moving one of the boxes full of books, yeah. I felt pretty close to dislocating my left shoulder. You
1: think I haven't thought about that the entire time you move shit when I'm not here? Let's yeah. move mid-November. Because we have some time. But every day this week, every you're like, day. I'm going to be moving totes of textbooks and shit.
0: I'm trying to just uh, get this place looking as clean as possible. But anyways, this is, has nothing to do with Superfan. So oh. it was just great to hear from her Aunt Jay say yeah. how much she enjoyed the podcast Mm -hmm. and then we saw her again last night for dinner and you may have said that we made her a fan of the week yeah and i don't think we were because we hadn't told the montreal story oh yes so that's why but we knew we were going to make her the super fan so if she's listening you you are are the the super super fan fan of 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 the week. week well 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 Looks like we got ourselves a Live and Six or Five super
1: fan. That's it on fleek. So So, I might say this before mm. we jump into this week's Momentous Podcast. Mm. Um, I have moved past re-listening to wedding episodes uh, one through three three times over. I've now... How many j- times do
0: you think you've listened to the first three wedding podcasts? Oh,
1: like three times over. Three times
0: each. Yeah. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. That's yeah. like 20 hours, like 15 hours of...
1: Oh, 100%. Our well, own stories.
0: Right. They're Free thin- content too, by the way.
1: They're compelling. They're so moving in a different way. Um, I feel like it is now the perfect backdrop <laughs> to not being able to watch the wedding video constantly.
0: But we watched it again last night. The yeah, you gotta show video. me a J. Yeah.
1: So- <laughs> The best part of this story is we still have to show Lil' Miranda, Ferris, Ferris, and Maddie.
0: That's true. Lots of people Lots need watching this seen it video.
1: Yo, there's two more screenings in the making.
0: <sighs> Boy, let's exciting. Maybe we
1: could do it in our new house. Maybe. Well, clearly, because wow. we have no dishes here. So... <laughs>
0: Yeah, but we don't have to have, like, a huge dinner party. Oh, don't. No, we don't. I think we're going to compromise some things.
1: Okay. Let's talk about compromising on the house.
0: Okay. (laughs) So So do you want to get into just that crazy story? Yeah, let's get into
1: this whole shenanigan, because... John and I, um, in true John and Val fashion, did not take the easy route to getting a house.
0: What's the easy route?
1: Um, The one that you're in the city when you purchase a house, and you've seen uh, it for more than 20 I minutes. I spent in
0: general, what's, what's the easy route? to? Oh, I don't do. know.
1: We don't do those things.
0: So, yeah, the next couple episodes will all be about uh, buying a house, that mm-hmm. whole experience, pre post current what the hell is <laughs> happening and then yeah i think so we got uh like three eight three or four episodes left this season what i'm very excited for is the season finale is going to be best of 2019 mm-hmm. which is always our favorite my favorite episode of the year when we count down our favorite albums music songs tv shows and movies of the year mm-hmm. so look forward to that as the last episode this season mm-hmm. but the next couple episodes are all be, be about buying a house
1: <laughs> should we get into it yeah let's do it <laughs> So no, I'm also
0: delirious over I here. Know.
1: So one of the things and we spoke about this probably last podcast or the one before it was that for my mom's 70th birthday mm-hmm. which happened a week prior we wanted to take her to montreal um she we usually do like a mini trip and this time it was good because john was coming with us which thank fucking god you did because yeah. <laughs> right? that would have added an extra layer of stress for sure um so that week leading up to it just to recap if we didn't say it um in the episode uh last week was on like a Wednesday night, I ended up going on Zoo Casa after being pretty defeated after looking and losing this previous house we saw in like the east end of Toronto near Greenwood Park. And so John and I have kind of like, you know, I think like a handful of um whatchamacallit bids on places that we've lost or whatever. And so I'm like, okay, if we see this if we go look at a new one, it's got to it's gotta hit the criteria. We both have to feel good about it. We kind of had been like flip-flopping where it's like I would find some places that I'd like and take John to them. John would find places and take me to them. Right. So then I'm like, okay, on Zucasa, Wednesday night before bed, see this place. It had been posted for six hours. We called our agent, Becca, who's like one of our close friends, yeah. to go check it out um, Thursday after work. And so we go see it and we're like, oh, wow. What was that experience like going to the house? For me? Yeah. Because uh, you got there, you commuted there, right? From yeah, work?
0: took the subway there oh. just so I knew what it was like to commute from work, which was pretty quick, not too bad or anything. And then mm. it, it was a good experience. I quite enjoyed it. It had everything I liked. It had a parking spot. I had a little backyard. It had Did you
1: a, get the area like? Kind of thing? Like, did you like the area, the neighborhood, like, walking into the area?
0: I dropped the pen. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that old area because I went to school kind of around there, which was mm-hmm. fun. So, it was kind of... I'm used to the subway stop, and mm-hmm. then I walked around a little bit, and it seemed like a decent area, and also I'm like, okay, just kind of figure out coordinates. Okay, yeah, I know what's north, what's south, what's east, what's west. I'm not going to give out where we're at. So. No, no,
1: no, absolutely. And so it's still 605 Studio, right. Um, which was really cool for me because I was leaving work, and I was so late because a meeting ran long. My friend Marina, who lives in the neighborhood, was mm. like, I'll just drive you there. And right. so she was so excited about like coming and like checking this place out and so she was driving me I'm like John where are you I can't find you Yeah, right so I was like oh no what happens if these pictures lied and like took a a picture of one place on the outside and then inside was something completely different and you're like no 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 Becca and I are here and so then I'm like okay so we finally found you Mm -hmm. Um, Marina's like I'm gonna cross my fingers for you guys this is so exciting Right. and so then I think she was the only person we told we like i told that we were gonna go check out a place because i was so heartbroken about the previous ones um we walk in there's like two other couples like leaving
0: there's a popular destination for people to check out
1: definitely and i'm like wow this place is magical (laughs) when you that's what you
0: thought really well
1: because i'm like oh my god first of all you walk in and there's like like, the kitchen has been, like, newly done. It's staged really well. It's right. airy. There's no moisture. One of the greatest selling features ever was that the basement, you didn't have to duck and crawl through. Yeah. Um. It's, it's just, it kept getting better and better.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I thought the same thing. Yeah, basically everything on our checklist of things that we needed I had enough bedrooms, bathrooms, laundry, backyard, parking, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was definitely super happy with it. And if that was on a Wednesday, offers no. were the...
1: It was the Thursday. Thursday. Yeah.
0: Then the so, offers were on the Tuesday.
1: Yeah. So we were like, okay, we'll figure what we'll figure it out if what we want to do. But we told Becca we're leaving for Montreal Friday morning and we'll be back Sunday and we had investigated this thing called in a nonsensical way. Uh, putting in a bully offer and so we were like okay the offer date was Tuesday like John said but we're like we have some time right Mm -hmm. because obviously we are the only people looking for a house in Toronto right so we could be the only people who want to put a bully offer on something right so Friday morning comes we're kind of like, I'm already stressed out about that because there's some other nuances to like going to Montreal. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let's go meet my mom at the airport. So we go to the airport. It's pretty exciting. Um, we're kind of just like hanging out. Nothing really had happened at that point.
0: No, I just made it through security. And we're like, okay, we'll just go lounge until our flight to yeah. Montreal.
1: And Porter's like newly renovated. My mom was like super excited to just be with us and like, Go to a new city, and it's kind of like your mom and my mom are really similar, where they're just like they could have fun just hanging out with us. Definitely. Right? So yeah. we go and wait in the lounge area, and then all of a sudden, I we <sighs> tell my mom about this place. We're like, "Oh yeah, we saw this house on like yesterday night. Yeah, probably will put in an offer when we get back, but like you know, we'll figure it out." So then we didn't really have any real plans for Montreal, like no. we like we did when I took her to Chicago. Um, or some of our other trips where it's a huge action-packed itinerary, right? Um, which probably is better in hindsight. Probably. So we're waiting in the lounge. It's probably like 20 minutes to boarding. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like 10 o'clock at this point. Yeah. Okay. All of a sudden, John and I get a text. Yeah. And it is Becca, our agent. And she's like, hey, guys, sorry to bother you, but just a heads up, there's been somebody else who's put in a bully offer mm. and the seller is going to accept it by 11:30 unless you counter
0: yeah exactly. and we were
1: like are you fucking I kidding know. me right and so i'm like this is the worst we're gonna fly we haven't actually spoken about this about money yet we feel like one, we're not even going to be in Toronto, what the hell is going on? And so we say to Becca, we're like, listen, like we're literally about aboard a plane, mm-hmm. we're going to land barring no um, delays in about an hour, yeah. can you give us an hour till we land in Montreal? Mm-hmm. And so she's like, okay, keep me posted. And yeah. so now like the entire plane ride, you and I aren't sitting together, No. right? What are you thinking about?
0: Uh, I was just super stressed out because everything was happening so quickly. I was trying to think what's the number we put down, mm-hmm. and well, I'm like, how do you even put an offer in if we're not in like the city that we were putting the, the buying the house in and yeah. all this stuff. So I was just nervous and trying to think and it was tough because yeah we weren't sitting next to each other and we had to kind of make things happen quickly so Mm -hmm. what about you
1: so on the flip side i was sitting with my mom who was like couldn't be more excited for us and she was like can i see pictures of the place (laughs) and stuff and like we just kept talking about it and i just remember talking with my mom about everything but a lot about like the house and like you know, she's just like, you'll end up getting the perfect house. Like, if this one doesn't work out, it'll be whatever, um, a different one. And so I was just like, yeah, you know, I really want to put in the right offer. I feel like this one is better than most of the places, if not all of them, that we've seen. Mm-hmm. So the last house that we lost was our highest offer mm-hmm. that we put on a place. So I'm like, I feel okay to put that same offer on this place. Right. Except if we're putting a bully offer in. It's like you're just basically competing with one other person right. and you have no idea what they put down. You never know
0: what it, anyone's putting down. Exactly.
1: Though. So you're just kind of rolling the dice as per usual, which I think is a bit of a bitch of, of purchasing a house.
0: Yeah, so, of course, and purchasing a house in the city of Toronto.
1: So we end up landing in Montreal, mm-hmm. kind of like get our shit together, go to the hotel. Yeah. The hotel is not ready for us yet. No. So we're like, okay, can we ditch our stuff here and hang out? Well, you out? forget
0: to say, we were actually waiting for an Uber when we texted the offer.
1: Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. Go for it.
0: No, I mean, we had, we all, by the time we landed, there was like 20 minutes until we had to put the offer in or else so the other people would have gotten the place. So we yeah. had no time to, to waste or think or this or that. So we were... I just ordered an Uber, and we're just kind of finalizing like the details. Like, okay, what's the offer we want to put in? Yeah, here it is. So
1: the one thing I will say, and it's the same thing when you ask for a salary raise. Never go with a fixed number with zero 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 zero. Always do five hundred or one thousand dollars increments. That is the best advice I got when I was like growing up and starting my career. Did you get that from
0: Jack Donaghy though?
1: Maybe you get it. all good advice comes from 30 Rock. I yeah. based my life on what that man tells me. Um, again, what is it? He's like, it's after 6 p.m.
0: What, what am I, a farmer?
1: Yeah. <laughs> when he shows up Why in are you a, tux- a tuxedo. tuxedo. It's
0: after 6 p.m. What am I, a farmer? <laughs> so, uh,
1: um, so anyway, so what we did was X amount of dollars, but then I said, let's put X amount, then a thousand. So it's kind of like that price is right move. Where right. it's, like, somebody's, like, 699 or, like, 670. And you're, like, 671, uh, yeah, right? Yeah. And so it's just the bitch move. And so then, um, what you going to call it? We text Becca that number. Yeah. Then literally don't hear anything. And now we're freaking out that we've Memoraxed a number in text message. Right. Like, I could actually probably go back to that era of text messages. Oh, so man. So we get to... Like, we take an Uber to the, hotel. to the hotel. You guys had never stayed at that hotel. No,
0: you've stayed there before, and it was a really, really great hotel. Mm-hmm. So,
1: we stayed at the Lowe's in downtown Montreal, which was awesome, on the Rue de la Monte.
0: Oh, is that what it was? Yes.
1: <laughs> and so. Not Rue
0: de Mountains, which that, I would probably call No.
1: It. I always think, like, what is it? Um, Ray Lemon. Ray Mountain. Lewis? No, the singer.
0: Ray Charles? No.
1: Ooh, who, Ray, who are the
0: Rays? Are? Ray.
1: Le, Ray Lemontaine or something.
0: You. Who do you think is more famous, Ray Lamont Tang or Ray Charles?
1: Oh, fuck off! Did you're you only just saying burp? that. Yeah, you're. Like, uh. <laughs> <Did> you <just? laughs> now I got hiccups. You're only saying that because we saw Ray Charles on Who's the Boss. Did you first, tell your Aunt first, Jay that she looks like Angela Bauer?
0: <laughs> no, but first of all, what we don't have time to go down another Who's the Boss rabbit hole. Oh, we talked boy. way too much last week. Second of all, I forget what my first. No, Ray Charles is way more of a famous. Person than Ray Lamontagne. If you went up to said to someone, and said okay, fill in the blank for a famous musician, Ray Blank, they're gonna say Charles over Lam- Lamontang. Lamontagne. <laughs> can you even name name one Lamontagne song? No. Exactly, I can name a bunch of Ray Charles songs. Go. Georgia. <laughs> That, that song, the he,
1: song was Who's the Boss? That
0: song... No, it's not. Yeah,
1: that was the song he sang in Who's the Boss. No, Georgia
0: is Georgia. Georgia.
1: <laughs> you only know that song because it was covered again.
0: Yeah, by Ludacris.
1: Exactly. But
0: he also did that song with the California Raisins. <laughs> That's two songs. That's two more than Ray Lamontagne.
1: This is like when your dad is like, do you know who Henry and Ozzy are? And we're both <laughs> Ozzy like... Ozzy and
0: Harriet? We're like, no. no. <laughs>
1: and so... Yeah, anyway, where he made that young Frankenstein joke yesterday.
0: Frankenstein.
1: Yeah. Um, so anyway, so we get to oh, the hotel and like you're already like stressed out. You could noticeably tell.
0: Oh, you could. Could you? Oh, I
1: could. And so the other thing was Becca sent um, the letter we had written to the owners to be like, yeah, this is like described us as a couple and everything. And so what we realized was the couple hadn't actually lived in the place for about a month mm. at that point because they had moved to New Zealand. So anyway, so we get it checked into the hotel. Then Becca texts us again, and she's like, hey, can you guys get a deposit check? And we're like, we're in Montreal. How the fuck am I supposed to get you a deposit check? But I think at that point, you basically lose all sense of, like, your faculties, and you're like, oh – Simple things like an e-transfer or wire transfer totally escaped me because I'm like, usually I would be going physically to the bank to get a bank draft check. So as soon as we couldn't check in, we're like, hey, mom, as our first thing for your birthday trip in Montreal, do you want to go to the bank of Montreal
0: and hang
1: hang out there? So we ditched our stuff, walked to the bank of Montreal. I think I stressed out a French teller there.
0: Yeah, you definitely did. But then to your credit and – Bank of Montreal's credit in Toronto. You called your bank branch here, and they were able to set everything up over the phone with you. And they let Becca actually come and <laughs> pick up the check to take it to the sellers. So, yeah.
1: which is like, this is where sometimes Ghetto. face-to-face
0: oh, customer yeah, service yeah, is. People who know you, people
1: who know you, can help you make a difference. I will say, in the absence of thinking having said that this is where you're like ghetto, ghetto. <laughs> like it's a little bit concerning so a stranger could come pick up this much money
0: yeah but to be fair i like,
1: signed off on it like yeah and gave it's the also it's
0: it's made out to a certain person that's so it's true. not like a blank blank check that's or true
1: um so then i think another 20 minutes passed yep and we're like okay let's go for lunch or something
0: you know i think we, we weren't sure what to do we went back to the hotel room to get your mom's room checked in.
1: Oh, then we went for lunch?
0: No, we found out before lunch. Really? Yeah, because then we went for pizza afterwards. Yeah. That was, no, we had already had the house at that point. Oh,
1: wow. Okay. So then I think they texted me saying my mom's room was ready. So we're like, okay, let's go get like settled in and like get you in there and we'll put our suitcases and whatnot in there. And so we take my mom upstairs, we go to her room and then Becca calls me and I'm always like, Uh, Yeah, I don't know why she always calls me too.
0: Because you're you're the more calm one, no more calm one. I would, she would be like, Oh, you guys got the house, and I I would have been gotten off the phone, like, Oh, we lost the house, sorry, (laughs) and text her, like, Yeah, we don't want it, but no, what I'm joking, I'm joking. So
1: then, um, what you're gonna call it? So we're in the room, Becca calls me, my mom, and I remember this perfectly. My mom is sitting on one of those chaise lounge things in front of me. John's standing at the desk with his hands on the chair and I'm like standing in front of my mom um, on the phone and Becca's like, so guess what? And I'm like, what? She's like, you got the house. I'm like,
0: ah! Yeah, you started screaming. I started
1: screaming. I was so excited. My mom's like cheering kind of thing and smiling. I literally have not even looked at John and so Becca's like, how's John doing? And I look over at John. John is like, pulsating, hand on head. I couldn't believe it. Holding a chair, looking so stressed out, like literally like dollar signs flashing all over his well, head.
0: It was only just a, a mixture. I was definitely happy and excited, but I'm also mm-hmm. just like, well, I don't know what we're doing. What's mm-hmm. the next step? How do we do this? How do we afford this? How yeah. do we... Like, I really wish we weren't in Montreal on a vacation right now because yeah. you're just thinking like, okay, well, now I have to spend a bunch of money on a house. I yeah. don't want to be spending money on anything. Yeah,
1: and so um, this is where... So um it is awkward but i have heard and i did read like a lot of people have not similar stories to this where they're like basically it's all by text or phone so it wouldn't make a difference like you're never going to be like physically sitting outside the house to purchase the house Mm. kind of thing you'll always end up being like calling and it's done like like kind of how we did it it just sucks that we weren't in the same city i would say that um and the fact that we were on vacation
0: so 100%. then, Becca's
1: just like, "How's John doing?" I'm like, "He's okay. He's hanging in there." He's hanging in there, and she started laughing. And then she's like, "Okay, go enjoy the place." Um, she's like, "I'll talk to you guys when we get back. When you guys get back, and then we're good to go." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So then it's kind of crazy because like, it really does change the way you think about doing a vacation, especially when you don't have fixed plans. And so we're like, okay, we need to eat because now yeah. it's like, in a, like at a stupid time of day and we haven't had like lunch yet. We for didn't sure. really eat breakfast. So we're like, okay, let's go because we're still waiting for our room to be ready. Right. Um, let's go to like a neighborhood and just walk around and like go out for food. Yeah. So we're like finally found this like pizza joint. And we're like walking around walking around and like at this point we're like hanging out that pizza was delicious yeah was say that pizza
0: was really really good so
1: we went to this pizza joint and um what should I call it it was that good my mom is quite the tiny person she ate, literally ate a 12 inch pizza by oh, yeah, herself 100%. um and i think you and i were just like mad and like it became the thing like let's talk about it and then we're like Holy cow, we have to tell everybody else now. Right. About like now. Yeah. My mom's like, I won't say anything. I won't say anything. And I'm yeah. like, no, no, no. But it's like one of those things where I'm like, we can't just my mom not like my mom can't hold this secret yeah. from everybody. Like it's kind of crazy. And so, um, what you would call it, we we're like, okay, but you know, she's like I need to see the pictures again. So we would like show her the pictures and like we told her the story. She's like I can't believe this happened while we were here. Mm. And so we're like us either. I know. And so yeah. um what you to call it. So from there I think we like I can't remember the first day.
0: Well, then we had to like there's certain things we asked back like is there anything we have to do this weekend? She go maybe we just let the person who's you're doing your mortgage with just let them know that you bought this house and this is and that. So I'm like okay, so then I try to call that person and I get their voicemail. Mm -hmm. And this is what, September 20th? Yeah. And the voicemail... No,
1: the 21st or 23rd.
0: Okay, so then get a voicemail that says, Hi, you've reached so-and-so. I will be on vacation till (laughs) October 19th. I'm like, cool. (laughs) Of course. Why would the person help us with all of our money not be here for four weeks?
1: Yeah, and so I think it's like for us, we're like... As first-time home buyers, you're like, what is this process? And then
0: also, sorry, we were in Montreal, and then what was the closing date you gave?
1: Oh, yeah, this was the other fun part. So then as part of the um, offer, Becca texted back, and she's like, okay, what's your closing date? And so she's texting this to me, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to just say it. I didn't fully understand what a closing date was, just to be fair. Um, but then I was like, what do you suggest? Mm -hmm. Right. And so then she's like, the sooner the better. So if it's September 23rd, I'm like, September 30th.
0: Yeah, seven
1: days. (laughs) And they're like, we'll take it.
0: Oh, the things we've learned since
1: then. In hindsight, the the sentence got us the house, but thank fucking God, the closing date moved.
0: Yeah, it would have been a little hectic. To do it before then. So, so yeah, that first day we just went out, walked around. I think we went to see
1: a movie. Went to
0: a movie, went out for that dinner, which yeah. was really good and stuff.
1: Which movie did we see? Ad
0: Astra. Oh, yeah. The Brad Pitt space movie.
1: Yeah. We went to, th- yeah, because we were like, what? Like, we usually, like, my mom loves going to see films and everything, but we're like, what is out there besides, like, it? At this point, and so we saw
0: stripper movie.
1: Oh, hustler! Yeah, and I was like, I think my mom would like this. And you're like, No, she won't. And then you
0: asked her, she's like, No.
1: So um, we saw a
0: preview, and you're like, Oh, did you want to see that movie? Your mom's like, Nope.
1: Okay, so anyways, we saw Ad Astra. Ad Astra Astra with Brad Pitt basically is like. Um, and sad Ash's
0: spaceman who this. was looking for his sad daddy. Yeah, and Jupiter. Liv
1: Tyler basically played Liv Tyler in Armageddon. Yeah. Um, But Tommy Lee Jones was his dad, which I was like, whoa. And yeah. he was all crazy. But do you remember the craziest part of that film? What? When the gorilla like oh, ate okay. that dude's face.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: That I was came like, that's how I no- feel
0: right now. That
1: came out of nowhere. Yeah, that
0: was pretty crazy. And I'm like, yeah.
1: So what do you give that film on the fast bender scale? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fassbenders do you get out of
0: 10, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy, crazy. Eight? Eight? What about you? I thought you
1: were going to be like, point something? No. Yeah, I'd actually give it eight out of 10. I actually thought it was a really good storyline in terms of like, they're like, oh, they had to go out all the way to like, Jupiter or something like that right. and like it was like what was life already like commercially like on the moon and stuff like that and like Virgin Airlines I think had taken over like yeah. purchased like all this like real estate space and then there was already like similar wars and like um economic fights that were happening on earth were also happening in like other um planets mm. and things so I thought it was like pretty interesting in terms of like the s- Science and in terms of like what the future could look like in science right. fiction and it felt like pretty interesting and accurate ish. Yeah. Um I thought Brad Pitt did a great job.
0: Yeah, he's a good movie star. I like he's him as a such an actor. a good movie
1: star. Um he basically was alone in this film for so long, kinda like Matt Damon in the potatoes <laughs> spaceman the Martian. movie, Martian movie. Um, I thought
0: Timely Lee Jones's nose hairs did a great performance.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that was good. But then through the whole film at the end, I was like still thinking about the house.
0: Yeah, of course. So then. I was like, send me on a rocket to Jupiter. <laughs> yeah.
1: So then after that, we went out for dinner um, to Oprah's, one of her yeah. favorite restaurants called Ferreira in Montreal. Right. And it was this Portuguese restaurant. And we're sitting out on the patio. And the owner just kept bringing us free shit.
0: Right. I love
1: when we get free shit.
0: Free shit's the best.
1: I told him he looked reminded me of one of my work colleagues.
0: Yeah, I think you buttered him up pretty well. Totally.
1: And then he buttered our bread up. (laughs) So that was good. He gave us all these like appetizers for free
0: yeah i had to make a sophie's choice between a salad and a steak
1: yeah you're like instantly like as if you had to sell the pants off your back yeah or but you don't i don't know what shirt the, off your back
0: yeah but remember we what, what makes us so good is we stress out at separate times so was i stressed out about money the first two days yes mm-hmm. and then were you stressed out about money day three? Oh, yes. fuck yeah so right. again if we had stressed out at the same time yeah so i was just figuring out i'm like well I guess I'm just eating salads the rest yeah. of my life, but then I got a steak.
1: But the, thing, the difference was, though, and this is where John and I stress out the exact same way different days. We don't tell each other. We just choose to be stressed out. Yeah, but and I know when you're stressed our, out. And I know when you're stressed out. Yeah. And, like, we stew in our thoughts.
0: What else am I supposed to <laughs> stew in? <It's> super.
1: <laughs> so, again, my mom is so excited about this house. We just end up talking about getting the house. And right. like, how are we gonna do anything with it, or like whatnot? And so then, the next like couple days in Montreal, we end up like going to Old Montreal, which was super fun. Okay. However, what? this oh, is where boy. this is where the moment Return happens. Of the
0: salty dog. Oh, salty
1: dog! Salty dogs. So I'm like, literally like, it's my mom's seventieth. It's been a rough like long year. I'm like, okay, I want to take my mom out and treat her. I also want to treat myself. That was? Oh, fuck off. And so anyway, we go to this really cute boutique in old Montreal. Montreal has like sick clothing stores. And I see this amazing jacket and I try it on. And my mom's like, you look great in it. Everybody's yeah, you like, look you look great. great obviously. Sale and it's person like person too um no there's a, a stranger woman stranger
0: wasn't a woman
1: no this wasn't she planted. wasn't planted no and she so then
0: sneaky dickens
1: not a sneaky dickens and so then i end up putting on this coat and i'm like yo i love this coat and like okay it wasn't a cheap coat but it wasn't an expensive coat and like much like the wedding like once you spend 500 what's like 501 dollars so yeah. i was like I, uh, i'm gonna buy that jacket and all I see is, like, John oh being, like, pacing. He's like, do you need another jacket? And then I'm like, well, I like it a lot. And I want to buy it. I like all your jackets. And then you're like, do you need another jacket? And I was like, I'm going to buy this jacket. And then we were, like, in that point where I'm, like, maybe, like, okay, you and I are clearly having an awkward yeah. nonsensical airy fight yeah. kind of thing and so my mom's just caught in the middle yeah and so then we're like okay well now it's the middle of the afternoon it's kind of hot we're like what do we want to do but because it was like i felt like you my mom is so indifferent to what we want to do but now you're being indifferent and i'm the only one who wants to have fun um, i was kind of yeah. like well i don't give a fuck what you want to do right i'm not gonna try and make plans because everybody's like not saying what they want to do at this point. So, like, I'll just go with whatever you guys want to do because I don't want, like, if I pull you into something fun, I don't want to be the only one doing it because that's not fun.
0: Yeah, it was only a bad time. I just, I really do wish we weren't on vacation when we bought this house. That was the only thing. Yeah. Like, you can see where I'm coming from, though. No, totally. So, but anyways, then we figured it out afterwards. Yeah, so
1: then we went, we figured it out. We went to the Botanical Gardens, Yes. which was super pretty, and you found that, and my mom loved it. There was a whole um, exhibit on, like, China gardens there, and so my parents had just come back, like, um, they went on a trip to China a year prior, so my mom was, like, commenting about, like, the similarities, the different, what are they? Those damn trees, bonsai bonsai trees um what you call in the lanterns and everything. And so like it literally felt like you were in this like escape like labyrinth and kinda right. like opened a door to Narnia and you were in China. And what we had read was that they um it, actually built all the installation pieces in China and then shipped them over. So that was pretty cool from like um yeah, that it was so authentic. And so I think from there we then went out to dinner again. And went to see another movie. Yeah. Um with my mom, a late night one. And then like my mom's a trooper. For a seven year old biddy, she's like <laughs> up at like eight AM and we would stay out till like eleven thirty.
0: Yeah, we had late night Fried chicken after that movie at like ten o'clock so at night.
1: What was that movie though?
0: Was it called like the Kaminsky file or something? No, like it was that? like
1: Goldberg,
0: Goldbergers. Or
1: something. It was something like that. Like it was basically the the kid from Baby Driver. Yeah. um, was in it and Nicole, Nicole Kidman, Kidman playing Nicole Kidman. And
0: one of the Wilson brothers.
1: Yes was it luke, yeah luke wilson was he oh yeah he played the drunken in Kristen wig
0: yeah no uh, that wasn't Kristen wig who was that that was sarah paulson oops oh, oh boy. boy racist
1: how's that racist anyway so goldberg, gold no, to, it, is no, it is goldberg no it's goldfinch goldfish <laughs>
0: <laughs> adamant i was it's goldberger
1: <laughs> so goldfinch um the movie was really really good however
0: you, right you just never knew when it was gonna end
1: There There was like
0: 100% six
1: endings. The little kid from Stranger Things, Mike Finn, whatever that kid, he was in it. And I'm like, yo, this is a pretty dark film. Um, But what you call it? Yeah, it could have ended like six times. And at one point, I felt like we were in the theater for what was like, four hours. And I kept like turning to you. I'm like, you're not sleeping. I'm not sleeping, and then I'm like, turn over to my mom. My mom is totally not asleep, so I'm like, we leave the theater, and you and I just like burst out laughing. We're yeah. like, did you like that? And so we're like, yeah, but it had like 16 endings, like, because it just felt so long. I'm like, yeah, mom, it- did you like it? She's like, I loved the film, and she had like loved all these other films by that same director.
0: Yeah, all I know is like, and two hours in, and I feel like the climax that happens and then all of a sudden she's like, well, no, now we have to go to Russia to get this thing back. I'm like, Mm -hmm. wait, you're going to Russia?
1: Yeah, hold on. So, hold on. Yes. It's basically, it's called The Goldfinch and it's about a boy in New York is taken in by a wealthy Upper East Side family after his mother is killed in a bombing at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. And it's directed by John Crawley, who like, apparently my mom is like, loves this
0: director oh she's made that brooklyn movie the two of you yeah that
1: she liked a lot but i'm like yo this movie is traumatizing yeah like it's heavy um but i thought it was a really great piece of storytelling just like holy shit. so what do you give it on the fast bender scale
0: yo 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 how many michael fast benders do you get out of ten boy damn dog you get eight because that white boy crazy (laughs) 7.7. You?
1: I'd probably give it like a 7.8 out of 10. Um, Oh,
0: I gave mine out of 15. Can you yeah, not? It's 10, it's 10. Um,
1: what do you want to call it? I thought it was really good. I just thought it was really long. And I wasn't ready for it to be so long.
0: I don't remember how it ended now. Like, what was the thing that made it just end? I have no idea. I don't remember. I remember. Because I remember
1: him. Yeah, we're not going to give it away. No. There's it, like 16 I just endings. remember the
0: part where all these things happen. It's like, we have to go to Russia to do like this, you know, to steal this thing back. I'm like, you still have to go to Russia? <laughs> yeah. Then they go there and this other thing happens in Russia. And you're like, okay, good. It's done. It's like, nope, it's not done. You just saw... We got to
1: go back to Utah. You
0: go back to Utah. It was like, oh, my God. And then it finally ended.
1: So then... Okay, so now we're like, okay, it's Sunday. I think we're coming back to Toronto. Um, We go in like... I think we just go out for like a small breakfast downstairs or something. No, we went
0: to that... I found that one breakfast place.
1: Oh, yeah. That one was so good. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then I went to go try on that jacket. Yeah,
0: it was like oh boy round two round two ding, ding. and i started
1: laughing and so i'm like okay it's fine um what you call it but then uh i really like that coat um so then we end up flying back and my mom's like okay i can just uber back to our house because we went we flew with porter and i'm like no 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 actually like why don't John and I drop you back? Cause then we'll obviously tell my dad that we bought the place. Cause now I'm like, oh, you know, I feel like that is a pretty heavy secret for my mom to keep for for so long. And I'd rather tell like our parents in person if we can. Mm. So I'm like, my dad's like making a big deal about like, don't worry, don't worry. Like I'll pick up mom. And I'm like, "Eh, it's fine. Like just relax, we'll drop off mom. And so then like we get back to my parents' place. And then we, like, my dad's really excited and, like, excited to hear about the trip and everything. And, like, we show pictures and, like, kind of, like, let my mom's trip have its moment first Mm -hmm. before, like, we completely, like, Mm -hmm. um, eclipse it with the house stuff. And so then we're, like, oh, and then we have some other news. And, like, my dad's, like, just sitting there. My mom's all smiling. Mm -hmm. And I'm, like, we bought a house. Mm -hmm. And then my dad, like, smacks the chair. And he's, like, oh, my God. It's, like, the best news ever. And he's, like. So excited. He's like, I knew you guys came over here for a reason. He's like, I thought it was weird and, mm-hmm. like, whatever. And then he's, like, I think we sh- – I don't know if we sh- – I think we showed pictures on the TV. Yeah, we did. Because we had, like, the same pictures we were showing my mom. Um, So he was so excited. But I think he was, like, so overwhelmed about, like, holy cow, you guys bought a house in Montreal in the story and whatnot. And so then we were like, we have to tell your parents. Yeah. And so the Sunday, though, we when we landed – and I'm like, we have to tell my brothers and everything – we landed and we're like, okay, let's um whatchamacallit, see if we can go see the place again on Monday mm. with Becca, because we're like, we've only seen this place for like 15, 15 minutes. minutes. And so then I don't think we got to see it on Monday and we had to keep it a secret right. still because I think she was busy, so she's like, Can we go see it on Tuesday? Right. So then we go on Tuesday. Yes. So then we walk back into the place, Becca like Becca meets us, and we're like, she's like, How? Congratulations, guys. I'm like, Holy shit. Right? Because it's also like, you've only seen this place for 15 minutes. You're really like rolling the dice on like an investment. We obviously, it's the city of Toronto. Mm -hmm. You're not, it doesn't come cheap to live in the city. And so you want to make sure you made a sound investment. The crazy thing is, much like John said, the first two days, he was stressed out. Day three and day four, I was stressed out. Yeah. And so I think it was, my stress came from holy cow more so. We've had a great, we still have a great life with this house, but it's like we've had a considerable amount of disposable income mm-hmm. and our savings where if we wanted to do anything in the world, we could possibly pick up and go Right. kind of thing. And now it's like, do we like our life of disposable income? Like, we don't know what this other life feels like yet. Yeah. And so to me, it was more the fear of being like, letting go of a certain lifestyle or a chapter. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, we're gonna be fine. Like, we have the money right we're not living outside of our means it's just kind of changing the way we kind of think about our life and so once day four happened yeah i kind of got out of my own headspace but like day three when we got home that like sunday night i was like yo how do we back out of this
0: yeah i know so i talked you down from a ledge yeah. after you've talked me down from a few yeah. ledges but i was then, gonna
1: puke like that's how like nauseous i felt that's
0: how i had felt all in montreal so like that's but I think that's natural for people buying a house yeah. anytime, probably, or any big purchases. I would
1: say the other thing that made me feel nauseous is I thought, and this is like, whoa. Well,
0: uh, you don't have to say certain No, no,
1: no. Things. I'm not going to say certain things. But I think it's like having an understanding of how much money you have to do a deposit will really help influence, like, your comfort level. And I think for me, because I didn't understand certain jargon, I thought I had a bit more than we did. We were still fine. We were still over how much we could deposit, but it was more like having that other amount. So this is where I will say the best thing I think John and I always try and do, and if we can give any advice to the future people of Toronto and the world, we put together a list of top 10 things to consider or advice for when you're looking to buy a house.
0: Tips to buy your first house. Yeah, this is a pretty useful list, I think. Much like we gave top 10 things... Advice to get married and top 10 things when you get canned from work. Yeah. This is con- this, this is this all our- the next
1: chapters. So, okay. Number one on the list of things to do is make a list of deal breakers when you're looking at a house. Of
0: absolute, so basically you mean like absolute must-haves in a house. If it doesn't yeah. have this, we can't buy it. We can't
1: it. buy it. We shouldn't even be looking at it because then that's where like you start going to this gray area. So for us, what well, were our deal breakers?
0: Well, for sure was having a... a parking spot for the car and we had we had gone to houses and and looked at places that had street parking and we weighed the benefits of street parking opposed to a uh, parking spot And our agent was back I was really good being like okay it's definitely possible to get a place with park. and we're not even talking about garage we're talking mm-hmm. about just a parking spot because like just know like in the city of Toronto a place with a parking spot tax on maybe fifty, sixty thousand 60 thousand dollars just because there's a park- parking mm-hmm. spot so She's like, you know, maybe it's easier if you, or it's cheaper or a bit easier to find a house without a parking spot. I know you guys have a car. But then we're like, okay, well, you know what we don't want to do is it to be like mid-January, coming home with all these groceries, trying to find somewhere to park on the street where all these, these big snow banks. Mm-hmm. So for me, a parking spot, I think you at first weren't sold. Not at all. But and then I, was, I think oh. now that we have a spot.
1: Yeah, and I think this is where, um, what you're going to call it, another deal breaker. Like right now we live in a two-bedroom, one-bathroom place are like for me the car the parking spot wasn't even one of the deal breakers deal breaker for me was laundry in the unit yeah right and potentially a second bathroom but i could live without it
0: yeah that was a yeah, laundry was a deal breaker a second bathroom wasn't, wasn't a, but i was preferred but if there's only one bathroom then yeah. it's like oh fine
1: yeah because we basically wanted like we needed our apartment and then some
0: yeah i think another deal breaker was certain locations
1: oh Boy, so I feel like we were very not picky about this, but I said I'd like to be in the East End, which we are, which is great, right? Or
0: are we? Are we in the West End? We could be in the North End. Oh, we boy. We could be in the South End.
1: Basically, our parameters were Coxwell, right?
0: I'd say Woodbine.
1: Woodbine to Keel, Is that fair? Sure. On the subway line to St. Clair. Yeah. <laughs> to Lakeshore. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that is a lot of area to cover.
0: Uh, You're not that uh, picky. I don't think it's... I think a lot of area would be Whitby to Hamilton. Oh,
1: fuck off. So that... Anyway, I just didn't want to move to So
0: Dominico, we saw a great detached house three and a half years ago.
1: No, we did, did we? We did. Okay. Anyway, having your list of deal breakers and being on the same page as your significant other or partner or yourself... Is a good thing to do.
0: But yeah, have that wish list, send it to your agent. I will say, Becca was great of mm-hmm. being like, yeah, these, and I think she even asked us, like, what's deal breakers, what's on your wish list? And, uh, you know, she would yeah. only show us places that had those. She would sometimes take us to a place and be like, okay, this place only has yeah. one bathroom, but has two parking spots in a backyard, this and that. So she would sometimes be like, and we'd see those places be like, oh, you know what, maybe we could survive yeah. this or that. So One
1: example was of it, actually, John just jogged my memory, and we did put an offer on it. This was the place that had um, the wine bottle, like come over for wine debacle. Yeah. As soon as you open the door, you're met with, like, a fleet of stairs, yeah. right? Or a stack of stairs. And I'm like, oh, that, that
0: was on your no-fly list. Yeah, that right? was
1: like, I will not do this. I hate this. This is going to be a moving disaster. But as soon as you get up to the top of the stairs, everything about the living space was great. So I'm like, you know what? I can reconcile this. I can make it, like, you know, nobody's really coming to visit us, like, in terms of, like, older family members. Like, we don't have kids. Like, we can do this. And then when we lost the place, I'm like, fuck. Like, I reconciled it to do this, and now we don't get it. So anyway. Does
0: that bring um, us to number two?
1: Number two. Number two is, um, and we use this also for the wedding podcast, open up a personal line of credit, right? Right. Um,
0: Have good credit.
1: Yeah, have And a good then open cre- up a line yeah, of credit. I would say go talk to your bank and ensure you can get at least 60,000 in personal line of credit. Hmm. That will be something that saves you. Like I've had like a student line of credit and a personal line of credit. and You just never touch it, right? Yeah. Like it, 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 it's just there as a security measure. Right. And so one of the things that was really helpful is when you're trying to do a deposit on a house um, is using the line of credit as part of that deposit.
0: Definitely. That's a good tip. Yeah. Nice quick one.
1: So number three.
0: (laughs) What's number three?
1: Number three is understanding the housing jargon. Things like closing dates. (laughs) Do you have lawyers?
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) So um, as a first time buyer and as two people, I'm not somebody who typically reads instructions. Or manuals? Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't read much either.
1: Yeah, but you're really good at this kind of stuff. Um, land transfer tax. Yeah, this is
0: why again why I was getting stressed <laughs> out in Montreal because there was land transfer tax, appraisal free fees. Yeah. There's um home inspections, closing days, closing, closing dates. costs. Yeah, there's a lot of there's, stuff to know.
1: There's a lot of stuff to know, and here's where I would say, and we'll talk about some of these things in next week's yeah, episode. there's, a lot, of more the story for there's sure. a lot more to this story for sure. There's a lot more to the story. But having a loose understanding of, like, what are the costs and, like, what is your principal amount and, like, your deposit and, like, understanding that, like, in Toronto, Toronto's a bitch and the land transfer tax is insane because you're paying provincial plus municipal tax Mm. um, and you're not getting money back for that as a first-time homebuyer is really important. And I think it's only something we realize after.
0: 100%.
1: Um, so, getting an understanding. This is where I will say sometimes, um, and I'm sure there's a YouTube video on there somewhere. But you know, make sure you guys like promote this episode because we're doing it better. Yeah. So um, that was number three. Three. Number four. Understand how fast you can access your money, right? Yes. And don't go above your price cap.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say almost like the wedding. Have your budget, but then no matter how much you think the wedding's going to cost, mm-hmm. it's going to cost more. It's the same with the house. The- yeah, uh, just have money saved over, because there's going to be, you want to make sure you have enough money for your down payment, and then you also have to have money, lawyers fees, appraisals, administrative fees, land transfer tax, so it's just, make sure you have money for everything you're about to pay for, and then also just make sure you have a personal savings, like you don't want to have zero in the bank, and then all of a sudden you're going from how much you pay for rent, and it goes up now because you also remember future price might include gas and hydro and water, and maybe you have maintenance fees now. that mm-hmm. so could be a whole bunch of stuff.
1: And so the other side I would say is if your funds are in two separate banks, at this point, if you need to transfer money, uh, make sure you build in like two to five business days for transfers and things to go through. Um, and also take into consideration, like John and I did this over Thanksgiving holiday, banks are closed yes. on um, what you call national holidays. Exactly. So take into consideration that you might be panic in panic mode, yeah. that you lose two days yeah. when that
0: happens. That's a good one.
1: Um, the other thing I would take into consideration against that is when you are doing the closing on your place, you need to get stuff like utilities and like all yeah. that sorted out. And that kind of comes in and in get insurance and all that. So right. John is really great and did that for us. So it really is understanding how fast you can access your money and knowing where you need to move it immediately to sign those final
0: papers. 100% makes perfect sense.
1: So number five. Yes. Write a personal letter and send a picture. Um, yeah. <laughs>
0: I, th- I think it's well, – no, I was, I was going to say, you know – it's maybe harder to turn someone down when you've seen their face and you know their story. When you just see like a dollar amount and you see three people and they're all within a thousand dollars, and two of them are just "here's my offer," and then the other person has a picture and a and a story, then mm-hmm. maybe you choose that person.
1: Yeah, and I think okay, so I've watched enough House Hunters International and like different shows on HGTV to know that you know you anything you should do anything to get a place. Right. And so like do your due diligence, find out about like the neighborhood, the people. If you can find out anything about the sellers, pander to that. Um, I wrote a letter, kind of spoke about John and I like being together for ten years, recently, newlyweds and like our jobs and music and just like, you know, have like great nieces and nephews and everything. Um, and, you know, put some pictures of us from like different chapters of our lives. 100%. And so Becca actually submitted that letter. Um, in addition to our offer, and so the people that we actually purchased it from um, were also in a very similar chapter of their lives that John and I were in. So it definitely goes away. Try and add a personal note. Yeah. Number six, a hundred percent, be okay with doing a bully offer.
0: That's number six. Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's indifferent. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bully offer. Fuck waiting for, clo- for yeah. the offer date when you get a bid against, you know, who knows? It could be 50 people putting offers in.
1: Yeah. So here's the thing. Now, in hindsight, put bully offers in on everything. One of our, my, our friends, Meg, um, who was really great and also helped build our boxes, music boxes for our wedding, um, but she's one of my really great friends from work. She told me about her putting in a bully offer, and I'm like, "What are these bully offers?" And it really is. It's like putting an offer before the offer date. What do you have to lose at that point? They
0: could say if they say no, then they say no, and you just wait till the the offer date.
1: Exactly. And so the other side of it is, you might actually get the place for less at that point. And we've lost places to bully offers um, because we were like, "Oh, we're going to the bank. We're getting stuff ready." But if you know, you can like activate everything in the worst they can say is no and then you're no better off. The best thing that can happen is that you've put in less than the actual um whatchamacallit bidding war amount and you got your place at a better opportunity to resale later.
0: Yeah great tip. What's number next?
1: seven
0: number seven on the list, let's see.
1: Always consider the resale value. So, so-
0: Sorry. No, I was gonna say, how much resale value is there on our apartment right now? On
1: our apartment,
0: zero. Zero. How much is there?
1: Well, not a- for us anyway. For the oh yeah, yeah for the for, I mean for the property group, <laughs> yeah. they're waiting for us to leave. But
0: no, I, no, no. I know what you're saying. So it's like if you go to a house and it's like, okay, this is obviously a lot of money, but what does this house include? Well, mm-hmm. this house that we have has three bedrooms, which means mm-hmm. it's great for families. So mm-hmm. there, it's is there close to a good school district? Mm-hmm. Does there have parking? Is there how many bathrooms yeah. are there? What's the basement size?
1: So the one cool thing, and this is what I would say is, the place that we got, and I I was very much like, I think you and I, even though like our list of deal breakers was very in sync, mm-hmm. the one thing that I think I was leaning more towards was kind of a fixer-upper, right? <laughs> if, I'm, right? I was
0: definitely wanted the opposite of that. You
1: wanted something that was like, move in, ready, ready to go. I think when I think of something as a fixer-upper, it would just be I would like to make it our own. I don't want to move into a condo that's move-in ready and we've paid an X amount of dollars for it and then I can't do anything with it and we're already spending a fortune. The one really great thing about this place that we got is that it is move-in ready. However, there's so many rooms for upgrades that only add to the resale value if we choose to. Choose to sell Um, in the future. And so that's where I say things like parking and like – you know, um, like a basement and all that stuff, backyard, really come into play.
0: Yeah, I think that's pretty good.
1: Okay, number...
0: I think this one Yeah. was very important for you.
1: Yeah, number eight. Get excited, but don't fall in love with the house.
0: Yeah, houses are like snowflakes. They're all distinct <laughs> individuals.
1: Yeah, we have put in offers on condos, townhouses, semi-detached houses, Um, Places with parking spots, no parking spots, staircases, no backyards, backyards, laundry rooms in the kitchen, um, income properties, etc.
0: I remember the very first house we put an offer in and uh, it had no parking, one bathroom. (laughs) It was nice, but I remember you were really upset and I was like, I'm grateful we didn't get this place. First of all, we hadn't even talked to the bank yet about a mortgage, so I'm like, we wouldn't have been able to do all these things. And then I say every house we put an offer in, you were probably pretty devastated not to get them whereas i was upset but i also knew there's new houses popping up every single day Mm -hmm. and i'm like well guess what if i love this house and i saw another house i love well then chances are i'll see another house i love
1: yeah and i think this is where as time went on i got more and more invested into the houses that we put offers in on because we kind of at that point in a real way started like getting things into place like figuring out your most competitive mortgage, etc. So the last two places, fucking bottle of wine place and the whites only place, um, whatchamacallit, I was pretty heartbroken. And the last one probably took a month to get over.
0: Yeah, but you can't live like that. Like, I was... I
1: I, know, but you know me.
0: I know, and so this is... You
1: know I'm very sensitive.
0: (laughs) I know you are. So that's why it's like we almost almost should have shut this down for a bit because you took it way too hard.
1: Oh, boy. We did shut it down. We shut it down for three and a half months again. Yeah,
0: but it's just... That's why, and I told you, buying a house is one of the hardest things you'll ever do. It's going to be, in my opinion, it was harder than getting married to buy a house. So... Yeah. there's nothing stopping you from getting married, but there's things stopping you from buying a house. So anyway, it's just... For your sanity, just don't be devastated. Because not- chances are you're not going to get your first house. And maybe you are, but it might take you a month. It might take you three years. Every house is different.
1: Number nine, don't compete with friends and family. Yeah, because that shit will drive you nuts. I think um, one of the things that John and I felt, um, and I know like a lot of our friends have felt the same way, is like, as soon as, like, one friend kind of has a chapter in their life and, like, you know, check marks it, you're kind of like, shit, should I be doing that, too? You kind of start to question everything that you're fucking doing in your life. We did that a lot, like, especially us being together for 10 years and, like, I thought we were happy being common law. Yeah. Then something changed for John based on fashion.
0: Correct. Right. No, no, yes, no. Yes, you
1: said yes. I got you. I caught you, you sneaky yes. bitch. And so, yes,
0: I got married just so I could put a ring on my finger. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to wear that outfit tomorrow. Oh,
1: boy. And uh-huh. so anyway, um, what's you going to call it? This is where I would say. Not rush into something like purchasing a house because your friends have all done it. Because then you're stuck with this insane amount of debt and other stress that you can't take on. And you know what? Not worth the hassle. No. Um, And so I would also say it's like doing multiple life events at the same time. Like this is why I think you and I kinda of stopped looking at places while we were doing the wedding, minus like my teeth and my dress <laughs> like right. all these things and John falling in the bathtub. Um, it's a lot. And I think it was a lot of like heartbreak when we'd lose a place. So I'm like it it's adds a lot of layers of stress. Um there's always gonna be houses. So it's
0: doable but just it's stressful at the same it's time. It's definitely
1: stressful. Um and it's also a lot of money moving around. Yeah. If you're paying for the wedding by yourself. So Always just know, everyone is doing different life chapters. Um, It's really hard. I'm somebody who is very much like, all our friends are getting married. And I'm like, fuck our friends. Yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, then it changed for John. And be like, okay, I'll do all, like, the same thing as our friends. What? Yeah. Hashtag common law couples do it better. You came up with that hashtag. Yeah,
0: it's a great hashtag. And now... It's different. It's hashtag John and Val do it better. Find oh, me mean, one person does anything boy. better than any of us. And obviously oh, I'm being sarcastic, oh, but boy. I'm not because our shit's always on fleek.
1: <laughs> okay. And the last one is number 10. Don't get discouraged. There's no shortage of houses out there. <laughs> right? We've put offers on all of them. There's, so.
0: m- there's houses every day popping up. And that's why I always told you. Yeah. And there's condos, houses, townhouses, semis, folies fully 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 wooly mully and there's just there's new houses everywhere and
1: yeah. tr-
0: GTA's a huge area yeah and Ontario's huge
1: yeah but this is where I would say like we were very much like I wanted to stay in Toronto we're very like downtown people um don't settle and don't get discouraged because to John's point there's fullies everywhere <laughs> um but it's also like yo people sell that shit all the time there was at any given point Becca was sending us, with our criteria in mind, like six to ten places sometimes. And you would be like, holy cow, this is more overwhelming than it is um, discouraging, I would say. For sure. Sometimes there is a lull because of the seasons, and it makes sense. Like, a lot of people might not want to move in the winter, um, but that's when you get a really good rate. Like, some people are, like, more... um, whatchamacallit, you call it, encouraged to move then because of whatever personal reasons mm. you might get a place as a steal. But I would just say it's like chin up, Sparky.
0: Exactly. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah that shit will come.
0: That, that's a pretty good top ten list of top thing ten things to take into consideration. Just when Better you're have high. a sting. It's ah! not going to. Tips to buying your first house.
1: Gotta do one, John. You better. I
0: I threw away my microphones that make me do the stings. You can use this one. No, because I use Audacity. Oh. So let's end this bullshit.
1: (laughs) So next week's podcast will be all kind of the aftermath of buying the house and, like, what that feeling was actually opening the door after only 15 minutes seeing a place and then being like, you own it. Um, So... There's a lot more hijinks and chaos from that point, for sure. Um, and yeah, the the ship is moving.
0: It's a moving ship. Or the ball
1: is moving. The ball is rolling. Everything, whatever. Moving. Yeah, everything, yeah. including my brain.
0: I know my brain stopped moving a while
1: ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So again, just to kind of sum up this whole fucking crazy podcast, what I've learned from this whole experience is you can't spell Gomez without the word go, because you are always on the go. No,
1: and I think this is where we said, like, you made that comment about one of the other podcasts um, in the wedding series ones. I like to accelerate and move on things. And if if you don't move on things, you get left fucking behind. Yeah,
0: sometimes it's all right to be left behind. I've been left behind before, and look how I turned out.
1: Yeah, but I clearly for 10 years have been, like, making you do things, and look how you turned out. Yes,
0: and we need to balance each other out because sometimes I go away for a day and you have to have six parties. (laughs) And yeah, you're now I'm you're sleepy. yeah, cool. You're about to we're gonna move into this house. I gotta make sure there's no ghosts in there, and you're gonna leave me for like a week. <laughs>
1: yeah. Frankie.
0: Frankie. So, anyways, should we get into the band of the week? Yes. Who uh, should I go with? The band that I saw on a show called Euphoria. Sure. Euphoria is a uh, pretty cool show. That just came out this past year, and the one thing I love about it is all the great music. It's got everything from hardcore hip hop to like '80s dance music, so everything I like. But uh, things I also admit to not liking, like '80s music. Oh, but this, Lord. Oh, this one song came on. I've been obsessed with it. It's an '80s song. It's, no, oh, it is. it is an '80s song. Yeah, I don't like songs that have like. She's blinding me with science. Yes. You and, can't
1: even say that anymore because Thomas Dolby sings. She blinded me yeah, with
0: science. Yeah, okay. To clarify. Dolby, whatever his name is, I don't like his music videos. It's fucking weird. And you know who I don't like songs or videos It's Culture Club. Too weird. I don't like Wham. Too weird? Way too weird, but I... (laughs) But I like... I I love what they're doing. I just don't love their music. (laughs) It's just too... 80s music is weird. 80s music is just weird. 70s disco is the best ever. Yeah,
1: like which which seventy disco...
0: Any 70s disco, um, uh, <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire, Cool in the Gang, Bee Gees. Like, you want me to keep going? Ray Charles, the fucking California Raisins. Anyways, this band is called Bronsky Beats. Anyways. Let's just listen to this damn song. It's called Small Maybe. Town Boy by Bronski Beats. Let's get into this bullshit. So all the ways get in contact with our ass is facebook.com slash live at 605 and instagram slash slash live 605. We're posting the dopest shit you've ever seen on there, so just <laughs> like, subscribe to it. Me. You.
1: ValGomez23 on Instagram and Twitter.
0: We follow your boy on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Camp, and you're getting all handsy, and so I think we're cutting you off. So until- I'm awake
1: again. Oh, so
0: let's do another one. Yeah. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John.
1: I'm Sal. B. E. Go stir the soup!